0: we
1: We, we still, we still on it, and by on it, we have one more review to get through, Abe. And I don't mean get through; like I've been anticipating and 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 expecting to do this one: Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or or should I say, Captain America and the Winter Soldier?
0: Facts, facts, because I, my pres, my Captain America is black, my Lambo's blue, and I be okay. I don't know.
1: Say it. We ain't here. Um, first of all, <laughs> it's gotta get.
0: You.
1: Just... <laughs> oh, you fool! We we got to throw all kinds of flowers out. Number one today, uh, Disney Plus, Disney Plus slash Marvel, not missing. They're not missing with this 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 content right now. No, no not at all. Wanda Vision wove a great story. Captain America and the Winter Soldier wove a great story as well. Every and episode, all, all the way the, through.
0: By the time everybody listens to it, a month later we'll get the Loki show too. So I'm excited for that one.
1: That's I'm really true. To I'm I'm hyped for Loki as well.
0: It's going to be a fun one with the time. Captain
1: the America World. and the Winter Soldier. Yes, I had some beef with it. Yeah, yeah, there was definitely so, some beef for sure. Yeah, there there, there for sure. But yeah. overall. Excellent. I like, I'll ask you this. Were you expecting the Captain America Falcons Captain America uh uniform to look the way it did? Like that well I think that was episode 7 where he, you know, at the end of the episode, yeah. he opens up the the special package from from Bucky and you know something's coming. Were you expecting his his uh his uniform to look like that?
0: I was expecting a more falconized uh, definitely a Falconized version of the suit, but I didn't expect it to be as... That had a lot of white in it. It had a lot of white in it. Um, You know, it's just... And this is me being kind of unreasonable. i I never really seen the suit in the comics. Like, I knew Falcon would assume the Captain America mantle. I've always known that, but I've never really seen his suit. And they were accurate. But given the discussion with um, Bradley and uh given the discussion with Bradley and Sam in episode 5 or was it episode 4 episode 4 or episode 5 i thought that in the season finale episode 6 i was just like look man i feel what isaiah was saying like honestly what has this country done for for us folks i mean not only not only that not just in the context of the mcu but it just it just hit to what's going on in the world and i'm like yo i'll be kind of remiss if I was to walk around and be like, yeah, I'm representing the American people. Watch me wear this American flag. And it's like, I'm a black man in America. They don't treat us right, but I'm here to show that je- peace and justice is for all, even though it really isn't. And I was on Team Isaiah all the way. I was like, Sam, I love you. I know you're going to become Captain America. I know you mean well, but <sighs> Isaiah's right, though say it really is right especially yeah. given what he went through it makes so- yeah
1: he he had he had good justification yeah he did i i appreciated the timeliness of the show i, oh, I feel like every time yo. every time we review a show it's it's timely and this one was on the money with yeah, it bro. top to bottom what i appreciated about sam as Falcon, then Captain America, he made a statement that I think is challenging for all of us. And he says this when he, he's having that moment with Carly and she tells him, she sees him in the, the new uniform and she's like, oh, you've bought into the, the, the BS. And he goes, no, I understand what you're feeling. I understand what we're all feeling in, in, in regards to this. But the difference between you and me is that I hope that we can actually, and I believe that we can be better. And I think realistically, that that is the hope and the expectation. Now that that statement, and there are some people who hear that statement and say, "Oh, like that's just a statement of a sellout." But that's a statement that looks at the pain of someone like an Isaiah Bradley, and and many others. Acknowledges the pain, doesn't discount the pain, and that's that is the key. I, uh, we've said it before. He, he, hear the stories, see the wounds and believe it. Sam is right in there. Has has it has his stories, has his wounds. He gets it, but at the same time believes that collectively we can be better. And I think that was really the crux of the ending of that of the the seat of the the finale was how can we be better and and, and 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 challenge each other to be better.
0: Man, yo, uh, the script the script of this entire series, the dialogue A1. A1. A Every, one. A everybody's major like spiel, their monologues, they all made perfect sense. They I, I could relate and even the flag smashers. Um uh what was his name? Carla or Carly?
1: Carly, Carly. yo, Carly Morgan thought, bro, I was riding with the flag smashers, not going Yeah, it was like it,
0: it, it made sense. It it totally the made premise,
1: sense. The premise addressed something in, in we tend to watch these movies, especially you know these superhero flicks, and don't think about. So I was the kid; I would watch superhero movies like, I, or I'd watch Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And after every episode, you know the Megazord has fought this oversized, you know, monster. Angel Grove has basically been blown up to tatters, and I would always ask the question: How did they fix the city so quickly? And, and I felt and, and I think when we watch these superhero flicks, we don't really consider the human uh, uh, recovery aspect. So on the heels of the blip. Unless,
0: unless you what? watch The Boys Are Invincible. <laughs> unless <laughs> you watch <That's> right. them.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they, they, they like, there's, there's, yeah, the recovery time is, is real. It's real time. Uh, but after the blip, you're looking at five years after the blip, and the question has to be asked, how, how does the world readjust? To half of the population, let's just say, so we have seven billion people on the earth right now. Three and a half billion people disappear. I tell you right now, Abe, I would have got real comfortable driving everywhere with no traffic. Would have got real comfortable living in a less, less, less crowded area. Maybe oh, yeah. I moved into a new house that someone else yep. you know, disappeared. Yep. Like, all of these things are very real, and yep. there's some very real complexities and gray areas with this, and the Flag Smashers are just saying, listen, can we at least have a dialogue about this? But then you got the GRC coming in, saying, nope, mm-hmm. we're going to be the ones to, to make the rules around this without any consideration for the people on the ground. You're just the people sitting in your ivory towers making your decisions. So, the the I think I think that question, that's a very real question that the writers use to drive home a deeper point because it's not it, it's not a black and white issue. People can look and say, Well, the flag smashers are, are not following law and order. And you, you have to consider where they came from. You have to consider what they had went through in five years. Five years is a long time to restart your life. And then to have it shifted and shuffled again we got to have some real conversations but those conversations were had. So shout out to the writers for for drawing out that tension. I like good tension.
0: It was it was definitely great. Um I was just thinking honestly like you mentioned before the timeliness of this of this show when it dropped it just made so much sense to the dialogue. It it applied so much to what we're experiencing. And I loved it. I loved that Disney and Marvel were willing to have this conversation. They weren't shying away from it because, you know, it's definitely been a tough time. It's been a tough time for, for media um, as a whole over the last year or so because they're trying to find new content to, to explore and, you know, we're getting a lot more stories about the Black experience. Except the biggest issue, and, you know, it's one thing that um people on social media have been debating is that Recently, a lot of the m- black media, black-focused movies and films, TV shows, they focus too much on black trauma. And it's like, we've been, se- we've been, sh- that's been shoved down our throats since we were born. You know, whether it's in school, whether it's in TV shows and whatnot. Like, remember Martin Luther King cartoon that we used to? I watched that joint in first grade, you know? All that stuff is just shoved down our throats. and we get kind of tired of it now not to say that captain as we refer to it captain america and the winter soldier didn't touch upon black trauma and whatnot but it also gave us something different you know it gave us hope of of a better future it gave us actual like not a resolution but it asked the questions that we want to know it, asked, it brought focus to the topics that we want to, to harp upon. Like, yes, finding a solution to the trauma that uh, that the blip, well, the return of the blip brought with half of the world's population all of a sudden coming back. There, Like Sam said, there is no easy solution to that. He doesn't know the answer. But we still need to have a conversation. And mind you, that's the biggest thing going on in this world is that people don't want to have that conversation. People who don't want to listen. You have one side who doesn't want to listen. You have one side who wants to listen. Then when that side doesn't get a chance to speak, you know, then we start to see violence and and whatnot pop out. We just want to have a conversation and move on from there. Let's get together at the table. And I love that Captain America and the Winter Soldier brought that to the forefront. I love that Disney was willing to do it. I love that Marvel said, this is what we're going to do. When they could have easily... Just giving us a simple superhero, you know, drawn basically gave us a Mortal Kombat S type, fast and the Furious type S type uh, show where it's just like, Hey, this is action. We don't really care about significance of the real world. That's this we're taking you away from that. They're saying no. Let's bring back let's bring the real world to you in a way that you can hopefully understand and you can actually be like, dang, you know what? I I, I never thought of it this way. I never thought of because you know I mentioned this before when we were talking in private. One of the biggest things that I enjoyed, one of the biggest moments was when Zemo um, had called out Sam and Bucky on when was the last time Yo. he visited the uh, Memorial. And he's like, oh, that's what I thought. And then we revisit that again when after Zemo has escaped and Bucky's looking for him. And Zemo's like, huh took longer than I expected, and he was at the Sokovia Memorial, still signifying that this was Bucky's first time visiting that place since. And it's like that, it, the fact that it wasn't one of your first thoughts of, oh, where would Zemo be if he were to escape? Like, it just... People, we get so caught up in the whole superhero thing, like, yes, they protect and serve. You know, we overlook the collateral damage. We don't we don't really care much about the consequences because we're just so in awe of their power, and yes, they saved our lives and whatnot. But nah, yo, nah. There is, there are dire consequences that come from their actions. Like, yes, we can be grateful, but I mean, shoot, be lucky that you weren't collateral damage, like the whole nation of Sokovia. <laughs> be, be happy oh, that wow. you weren't in the buildings when uh the first invasion in New York and Avengers occurred. Like, there so many casualties that just often get overlooked. People just, go, yeah, you know, we. Until you watch a show like The Boys and Invincible, where it's like, hey, we're going to make you aware of You're the gonna, yeah, Yep. Like, we're going to let you know, like, hey, people actually die when heroes try to be heroes. So, I, I, I that's why I like, that's why I, I've enjoyed Zemo's character in the MCU. Um, I can't wait for them to further evolve his character because Baron Zemo is really a badass villain. He really is mask. Nice. I
1: love the mask. It's, it's, it's so Yo, cool. it's so dope. Yo, when you put that mask on,
0: boy, it was just it was game just, time. Oh man, cold blooded.
1: Game time.
0: But um, I'm definitely looking forward it, to you know to Loki. I'm looking forward to the She-Hulk. You know? Looking forward to um, Moon Knight. Let's not forget Moon Knight should be another oh, good one. Yeah. Given the the characters like. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to downplay or make it sound, but Moon Knight is special because he suffers from um, mental illness, right? Um, I forget whether he's bipolar or schizophrenic, one of the two. So that, that's a, that's a, a big component of his character. So I'm really, really interested to see how Disney and Marvel decide to portray that and to really discuss mental health. So Moon Knight should be a, a, a really good hit. It really should.
1: Yeah, I'm here for that for sure. Abe, I I will ask you this though when we look at Captain America and the Winter Soldier. What were your uh what was your beef with Captain America and the Winter Soldier?
0: Okay, so my beef mainly came from the season finale. And it was it really actually only came from the after credit scene. I would have been I would have been satisfied if the after credit scene never happened because I thought it was cool that Sam pulled the strings to have Isaiah Bradley's legacy remembered and commemorated, even though he was technically still dead to to the world. I thought that was really cool. But then in the after credit scene, we see Sharon Carter get a full-on pardon apology. Uh, A promotion, a raise, all that jazz, and she turns out to be the power broker, and I'm just like, oh, you show me that this white, this blonde-haired white woman getting all her privileges back and being apologized to and and given reparations, but a man that you tortured and kept in captivity for 30 years after you forced him to take the serum after you punished him for. For looking out for his brothers in the during the war and to go and save them when you wanted to leave him for dead. After the serum that you tested on him killed all his other peers, and you were like, hey, so uh why you? I mean, sorry, sir, you know black DNA is the superior you know, let me stop. Um <laughs> after all yeah, of yeah, that
1: catch yourself, catch yourself.
0: <laughs> after all of that, the best y'all could do is like, hey, so this guy fought in the in in the war. Um, we're gonna honor him. We're still not gonna to share to you what we did or exactly the details. But hey, we gave him a statue. That's cool, right? Uh, forget it, Forget his lineage. But hey, Sharon Carter. Yeah, everything you wanted is returned to you and more. It it, it really. If they had to give me that kind of scene, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have been upset.
1: I would have not been even acknowledge that Isaiah Bradley's even still alive.
0: Yeah, it was just like that. Oh man, it really did bother me. Like again, had if if I had turned it off before then, I would have been fine. But because we know Marvel has after credits scenes, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wait for them, right? And it's just like, oh no,
1: <laughs> that was a waste of that was a waste of a mid credit scene. I'll say that it felt it felt very rushed. The actually the the ending of Captain America and the Winter Soldier, it felt it felt a little rushed. Even just the introduction of John Walker as the US agent like that. S- super rushed, undeveloped. And then you get to this mid credit scene with, with Sharon Carter. And a lot of people are like, ah, I can't I hate Sharon Carter now. It j- like you said, Abe, but just felt rushed. You they went from, like you said, the moment in the museum with Isaiah Bradley and Sam to this moment of full clemency, pardon, and reinstatement. For Sharon Carter mm. that that was the uh, probably the only miss for me throughout the entire uh, the entire program. At, at times, I would say this at times it felt especially the 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 finale felt a little too preachy. It, it's almost like they forced some of the the, the it's it, It's like, hey, we're trying to teach you something. Look here, we're trying to teach you something instead of just like teaching.
0: That's you fair. That's fair. Yeah. It, 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 it seemed that at some point they tried too hard. And it was like, hey, no, we get it. We get it. Don't worry. We follow you. You don't need to, you know, but I feel you on that for sure.
1: Yeah. But other than that, like, I, yeah, that was my only beef with it. But other than that, I thoroughly enjoyed Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Ooh, even the way that he ah, uh, even the way he wrapped up the loose ends with his neighbor. Uh, oh, oh man, yeah, yeah, that that yeah. conversation that he had with Sam when Sam was training with the Shield. Uh, Sam said, "All you've done is just apologize to make yourself feel better. Yo. you haven't actually mm. made amends." Oh, I mean, if there was ever a moment. To back out of an apology, and come and clean in a confession, it was that moment when Bucky walked into his neighbor's apartment and saw the little memorial slash shrine that the the neighbor had to the son that Bucky killed. Yeah, Bucky sits him down and whew,
0: that, that scene rough. got
1: me, bro. That, that scene got rough. me. Ooh,
0: that was Ooh. rough. But um, I, I I appreciate that call out by. I'm really enjoying Sam and Bucky's relationship. I really am. It's definitely one of the more interesting ones. It's definitely fun. Um, I just... I'm I'm definitely curious to what Captain America 4 will look like. Because the showrunner for for Captain America and the Winter Soldier is also going to uh, be working on Captain America 4. So that one
1: should be fun. Nice. Now,
0: oh... You know, I'd be remiss if I kept mentioning the Loki show that's coming out in June. We also have uh, um, uh, the Riri Williams show, Ironheart, coming out, I think, this, end of this year or early next year. And don't forget Armor Wars, which is probably right. going to set up, um, introduce Iron Lad, and we're going to really get the ensemble. You know, we'll get Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle will be back and shining. It's going to be from. good you know we'll see whether they decide to officially keep Tony Stark dead or have him come back in some capacity such as like the AI will replace Jarvis um but armor wars is definitely like you mentioned before and I think you mentioned this in the last episode Disney plus by the end of 2021 they're going to be if not number 1 they're definitely going to be top 2 if they are not top 2 for most people already it's it's and that's just based off of their marvel content keep in mind their star wars content is still lit too you know they got the bad
1: bro batch. bad batch uh, bro that I'm here for that.
0: good and we are uh, we're gonna get the uh, ashoka series with uh, rosario dawson
1: oh yeah yeah that
0: one is gonna be lit too so book of uh,
1: boba fett be...
0: oh yeah 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 we are gonna get that as well yeah it's gonna be crazy and of course the mandalorian is you know, okay.
1: oh 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 and the uh the 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 obi-wan series too
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. There's gonna be too many um good opportunities for us, you know. Uh, Disney Plus, y'all doing y'all thing. I'm really glad that y'all not shying away from anything. Um, just keep being y'all. Just keep being y'all. We love it here at Osa and A, You know, and if you need us to be to here for help that. write or to consult on some of these shows, yeah, come all at us. Social issues, Yo, we got you. We'll get we'll give you great content. Trust me. Great content. We we might
1: we might even have to craft a uh, Nigerian superhero for you.
0: Hey 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 hey! Look, you know, don't play with me. Don't play with me. I mean, oh oh, shoot! I'll create one right here now. Don't play with me. (laughs) Look, I mean, but y'all know the vibes.
1: Y'all know the vibes. You know, you know. You know what we do here at OSA and Abe. But y'all, thanks for tuning in again to another, what we'll call this, I don't know, was this, episode 14 and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Volume two. To,
0: we were supposed to drop a 13 and a half, but then, you know, Zencaster decided to be like, Abe, hey,
1: you weren't didn't want, want us to be great, man. They did want I was us to like, be great.
0: But I was present. They were like, no, you weren't. Where's your, no, you weren't. Where's your form? And I'm like, Y'all took it exactly. That's what I thought. You wasn't here. And I said, okay, Zancaster. I'll try this again later. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But we yeah. But we 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 here. Volume two, episode 14 and a half. Appreciate y'all. Keep rocking with us. We keep rocking with you. And as always, you want to get in contact with us. Number one, the website, tssaw.com. But all the podcasts in the SSAW network, you know the vibes with the fam, whether it's Diamond Talk, Full Court Press, Cover Zero, Reformed Hooligans, Ringside Mayhem, and of course, your boys here at OSA and Abe. Or if you you want to holler at us a little more directly, Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's osa.abepodcast at gmail.com. And as always, y'all, as we rap, you know what it is. One thing, two words, get it in your brain. Oh, more. Night job?